Welcome to the Pain-Free Zone. Your host, Nisi Edwards, is founder of the Fibro Patient Education and Support Organization, and she's here to offer help and hope to the millions of individuals who suffer from chronic pain. Now, here's Nisi Edwards. Welcome, everyone. I'm your host, Nisi Edwards. Welcome to the Pain-Free Zone. And today's studio with me, we have Dr. Rachel Northern. She's with the Northern uh, Light Care. And today we are going to be talking about what is true wellness. So I want to share with you a little bit about today's guest. She's in the studio with me today. Dr. Rachel Northern graduated magna cum laude in 2003 with a doctor of chiropractic degree from Palmer College of Chiropractic in Davenport, Iowa. She specializes in advanced activator technique, which is a specific low-force chiropractic adjustment. Using the activator method, Dr. Rachel can easily adjust all patients, from newborn babies to senior citizens, without twisting, turning, or cracking the body. Dr. Northern is a family wellness chiropractor and is certified in pediatric chiropractic and the Webster Technique, a prenatal adjustment for expected mothers. Dr. Rachel's mission is to provide quality health care to all who desire it, to educate people on the body's ability to heal itself with the elimination of nervous system interference and to work in harmony with other healthcare professionals to provide the best care for the patient. She's also a published author of A Journey to Vibrant Health, which discusses ways to take ownership of your health. And she was kind enough to provide me with a copy of the book, and I have it with me in the studio along with one of her other books. It's called The Art of Being Healthy, Real-Life Accounts of Children and Mothers Healing with chiropractor is similar to um, chicken for the soul. And so uh, welcome, Dr. Rachel. Welcome to the pain-free zone. So glad you're here. Thank you for having me today. I really appreciate you. Let me come into your studio. This is a really cool experience. <laughs> <laughs> great. It's great having somebody here. And for our listeners out there, our listener line number is one eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. 463 So, um, Dr. Rachel, we're talking about today what is true wellness. I like that because to me, that conjures up a lot of things. When I think about your subject, what is true wellness, I'm thinking about wellness all 365 degrees. You know, as Mm -hmm. a woman of faith, I'm thinking as well as the body, the mind, the spirit, the soul. So what Mm -hmm. does that mean when you say what is true wellness? (laughs) So, well, you know, the definition of health in itself is health is defined as physical, mental, social well-being, I like to add the spiritual yes. as well. I think that's a, a strong component, and research has actually proven that in some areas. Um, but w- it's like wellness, nobody thinks about wellness. I mean, we see, like I was saying earlier, um, we have all these signs out in Walgreens and this, that, to do this and do that. Um, but true wellness is something you have to be um, aware of, like in yourself. You have to think about. And, you know, naturally our body wants to be healthy like our body natural state goes to health you know goes towards wellness towards health um it's all the stuff we do to ourselves you know as a society or personally what we put in our body what we put on our body what we what we breathe in 
um, you know, there's choices we make if we get up and decide to either sit and you know, stream Netflix for, you know, several hours a night <laughs> or we decide to go to that gym, you know, go to the gym or get up and do some yoga instead. Uh, we can stream yoga now, nowadays yes. too. So, um, I love that to embrace technology in those aspects that to help us, um, be healthier. But our body is meant to move. We're meant to, you know, um, think positively. We're meant to do certain things. And so, you know, you cut your finger. It's amazing how our body's built to put that fingerprint that's uniquely designed just for you. Yes. You know, it comes back naturally. You don't have to put the Neosporin on it. You don't have to do all these things. It will just automatically come back. And so that's it. Our body, we're constantly, there's all these chemical reactions that are going on our on our in our body on a daily, regular, second by second basis that we take for granted. Um, and the things that's that so so wellness is that whole experience of like, well, how can I be better to myself? How can I be well? Instead of a lot of times we're that outside outside in um, where we want to, you know, yes, we have to take. Um, a drug or have to get a shot or we have to do these things in our society, you know, kind of puts that out there to make it easy. Um, but there's things that we need to do, you know, like those, those action steps. And that's what we were talking about in my book, yes. Journey to Vi- Vibrant Health. I talk about taking ownership, um, of your body and ownership actually stands for something that, oh, the, the W, the N. It's like, Breathing, yes. taking a moment to breathe, oxygen, W, water, making sure we get water in. And so part of my history, when I, when patients come into my office, like yours, I was you know, in my bio, I said I'm a family wellness um, chiropractor because I don't just, um, you know, I am a chiropractor in the sense that I want to adjust the body to bring it back into balance and take pressure off the nervous system, but also I want to help support the patient on taking better care of themselves, um, coaching them on eating better, coaching them on drinking water. So in my history, I've had many comment about, well, why do you want to know this other stuff? Because I'll ask about what you're eating, what's your typical breakfast, lunch, dinner, how much water you drink a day, how much caffeine are you drinking, how much sleep you're getting, um, when we talk about that in the book as well. And so it's so funny because most of us through, you know, our our education system, no, you know, you ask the average question, like how many fruits and vegetables, everybody's like, oh, five to seven. And now I think the FDA is, or whatever they've said, seven to nine or something, <laughs> yes. which they keep raising it, which we can't, nobody's meeting it in the first place. So it's just making it even more unreachable, but um, in my opinion, but so there's like so many things there, like we know these answers, but like, it's like not actually integrated in us and actually think, you know, we're not actually thinking about it. So it's kind of bringing like bringing it that to the awareness of being purposeful with our, with our health and our wellness. I like Um, that because definitely in your book, um, you know, it talks about, like you said, ownership, ownership of your oxygen, your water, your nutrients, exercise, rest, social and spiritual health. So basically that means it's not enough just to, Lay back and do nothing. I mean, you have to take action. That is if you want to live a quality life. Right. And don't get me wrong. You know, we can survive. We can survive laying back and doing nothing. I mean, but how many years can you get away with that? You know, that's um, like, you know, I just did. um, I do talks. I do do talks. I go into churches. I have one talk called Healthy is Holy. that I go into um, women's ministry and we do like a half day or a whole day. And we talk about these topics. And 
it's amazing how when you start talking to these things, people, women are like, yeah, I know I'm supposed to do these things. I know, you know, like we got to do these things, but also that social aspect's really important to have cheerleaders in your life to help you with that. But it, 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 but you know, when I ran the statistics every year, I kind of make sure my statistics, statistics of like our longevity, our life and di- compared to different countries and, and our thing and our, we have increased our lifespan. So, so called in the United States as of right now, you know, last year or so, but we're living longer with sickness. It's not that we're leaving, living longer, healthy, True. we're living more on drugs or in hospice or, or in, you know, rehab facilities and things like that. And so, you know, that's not how I want my end days to be. You know, my goal, I want to still be vibrant in 90s. I have two yes. patients right now. They're 90, 98. I think one just turned, maybe today she's turned 99. Um, and so, you know, they, like they are still with it. Their minds are still there. Yes, they have to wear, use a walker, but they still can get point A to point B and things like that. Um, that's what I want. I want to still be like interacting with my children and being able to, to actually function really well in my 90s. And if, we don't take care of ourselves and be purposeful right now, that's not going to happen. That is so true. And in your book, I was just looking at something, you know, based upon your research, it shows that we rank around 33rd on the healthy nation evaluations. So that means there are 32 nations healthier than us, but we spend so much money Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on health. Mm-hmm. And I could be wrong for saying this, but I think we really spend probably way more money on health than some of those other nations. But yet we don't even rank. Yep. That's so sad. Yeah, that's something I looked up too. Um, we spend a, um, it's it's going up by trillions now every yes. year of how much money we spend on healthcare. It's it's kind of cr- scary when you look at the statistics. Um, and that's just it. We're spending more money though. It's on not positive, not like preventative health care. Um, it's on in drugs and therapies and all these things just to keep us, again, that end of year after we're in crisis instead of being preventative. So my personal thing, I personally take care of my, you know, self. I spend my money now. I have a, you know, a high deductible, you know, insurance is going crazy. I don't even get in that topic, but yes, I have a high deductible. So I have a health Savings account. I use my health savings account. I go. I get acupuncture once a month. Absolutely. I get a massage once a month. Um, I get, you know, personally, I get adjusted every other week. Um, I, you know, I have a gym membership that I prepay for the year ahead of time um, because, you know, you. I know I'm going to be committed to this. You know, I make sure I go to the gym. I make sure I spend time and investment in myself because I, like I said, I do want to have that longevity and I want to think so. So I know I'm investing now. And I know when I don't go to the gym and I don't do these things, that's when I feel like just gross and, you know, I don't want to do stuff. And it's a negative cycle. I know a lot of people are sitting there like, well, where am I at now? I've never worked out or I don't eat healthy. Where do you start? And it's baby steps. You know, there's a lot of times we come, I come across patients like that and I'm like, okay, let's just do five minutes a day, five minutes a day, getting up, doing some stretches, doing some exercise. And then they, they start to get that momentum going. And then we can increase it to 10 on the treadmill or 10 in this or, okay, let's just do one. Let's try to at least do one vegetable a day or one, you know, like make sure, you know, 
little steps and those steps build momentum. Those little steps build, you know, you then by the end of the year, they're all of a sudden like, Dr. Rachel, I'm, I'm off pops, you know, <laughs> totally. And I'm only down to one cup of coffee and, you know, like all these things. It's like, yeah, I mean, it, it is overwhelming at first if you're not there, but once you start building it momentum, it does, it does feed into you feel the difference. You know, I know the difference when I work out and when I don't work out. Your body lets you know. Yeah, your body lets you know and also your immune system. Your 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 immune system's stronger. Yes. You know, and like like I don't believe flu is a season. <laughs> okay. They always <laughs> wanted a flu and you know blah blah, you know. And it's like no, we have decreased, you know, um light, we have stress, you know, weather changes so it's, you know, stress on the body. Um and also it so correlates usually about right before Halloween when all the candy comes out. So we got increase of sugar intake and then we have, you know, from like between before Halloween all the way to Christmas, everybody's got their candies and the cookies and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So we got increase in sugar intake. So that we know we have tons of research showing that sugar alone just decreases our immune response and all that. So it's stressful there. Um, but at the same time, exercise increases your immune system, increases those things. And like on a daily basis, I'm literally touching people. I'm touching many people a day. And I always have somebody that had the flu right before, you know, the week before they came in or they come in again. They said, oh, I had the flu right like the week after, or, you know, like different things like that. And I'm like, how come I didn't get the flu? Because I don't, I'm like, I was you're exposed. taking care of yourself. Yeah, I was exposed <laughs> to it. And so I tell people, it's like, just because you're exposed to something, that's a challenge to your immune system. But if your immune system's healthy and strong, it'll like, Oh, I got your number. I don't have to have those symptoms. I'm going to, you know, take care of you and I, you don't have to express the symptoms. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, the same with my children, things like that. They still get sick once in a while, but I notice the difference. You know, I just make children reg- regularly. They get treatment. Um, and, you know, they know the difference when they, you know, when they get adjusted and if they're taking their vitamins and their, you know, <laughs> supplements. And doing their exercises and things like that, they know it. But when they do get sick, they're like a couple hours. Like it's a half day inconvenience to them. They're they're not laid up. They're not, you know, <laughs> like, you know, on the couch for weeks or whatever. We pretty much bounce back pretty quick. And, you know, I was thinking about it on the way here. It's like last time I did, I didn't remember getting the flu like four four years ago. And um, it was a, one day of inconvenience. Yes, it wasn't fun. But I looked at him like, great, because they say if you actually get the, the true flu virus that's going through, your immune system has 10 years of memory. So 10 years of if you encounter that same strain or the cousin to that strain or whatever, you have a smart, your body, your immune system is smart to it. It's like, oh, I got your number. I know how to handle you. You know, <laughs> it's making your body stronger, just like anything that comes into our life. Any stresses, when we overcome it, it makes us stronger. That's true. It does. And so that's, that's the way we look at things holistically. So I was like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm glad my body was strong and, you know, it able to it, fight it. Yes. Able, able to fight it. But at the same time, I'm, I give my body the research and strengthen it purposefully with the, the lifestyle that I've chose to live. And that's, again, it goes back to, wellness lifestyle you know wellness is a lifestyle it's a choice you have to you know invest in it invest in it but like i was saying at the same time like people are like you know but it's so hard but it's at the same time like at the same time your body wants this it thrives it so once you start feeding it and doing these things for it it it'll it will perpetuate itself you know like i said it just automatically wants to heal it automatically wants to do these things that's now, true now don't get me wrong our society is the most stressed um, society in all of ages. Now we have, you know, we have you know, foods that are non-foods in our foods. GMOs, uh, yeah, yes. We have GMOs, <laughs> artificial sweeteners, artificial flavors, which your liver is like, what is this? This is not food. We have to process this. 
um, we have, you know, these things in our air, toxins in our air, toxins in our, our packaging and our glasses, you know, our plastic bottles. You know, we're constantly getting bombarded. Like, we don't even know what Wi-Fi does to us. We're getting, like, like we're true. The, this is, you know, we don't know this stuff yet. The research is not quite out there yet. There's some early studies going on it saying there is something to it. But, you know, we're getting bombarded by these invisible forces that we don't even know. So we're constantly, this is the most stress we have that's kind of putting stress on our body. But at the same time, there's herbs that help us overcome some of these things. Um, there's, you know, nutrients. When we t- eat our antioxidant foods, they help us, you know, deal with those things. So eating healthy and doing these things to help us overcome that. And then I was talking, uh, like, talking about the exercise. Not only exercise increases your immune function, but they say, um, there's some research saying that 80% of anxiety and depression is just reversed by exercise alone, you know, and that's like, that's a 30 minute, you know, just 30 minutes getting your cardiac up just for 30 minutes a day. I mean, that's, and that's not, that's not a lot of time because when I'm in the gym, those 30 minutes, they go by so fast. And then I challenge myself. I'll say, wow, because I notice the more you go, mm-hmm. The more you can pick up that pace, mm-hmm. you can go further and further and further. So it's nice to be able to challenge yourself. Now, when you were talking about um, wellness, to me, yes, it's a choice, but I personally feel it must be a way of living. It right. must, it, you can't, you know, that you hear all the time some of the commercials. I can't think of the one, but it talks about, oh, I know what it was. Um, they'll say the American Express card, don't leave home without it. Right. You can't afford to leave home without wellness. You know, you have to. I was talking to some friends uh, at church and I mentioned to them, you've got to have your body tune up. And they'll say, well, what is that? I'll say, "Okay, for the men, make certain you're getting your physicals, you're getting your PSA and everything checked for the prostate and for the women. You know, we're getting our well woman check, our mammograms. Mm -hmm. I mean, but you need to stay on top of it because my model is health for life. Uh, I would prefer to add life to my years. Mm-hmm. versus just years to my life. Because if I'm just adding years and there's no quality to it with wellness, to me that means I'm aging and I'm in not in good shape. And that's not a good place to be, <laughs> you know. Right, right. And like you were saying, um, you know, it, it's a lifestyle. It's yes. pretty much what you're, li- you're doing that. And, you know, it's and like I said, sometimes people, though, I, I do come across these people that, you know, but it's so hard and, you know, you don't understand where I'm at. And, you know, I, I hurt, you know, I have a lot of people that have obviously they're coming in in pain sometimes most. Unfortunately, people come in first when pain, because that's a crisis. That's like, yes. you know, people can't ignore pain so that that motivates them to get in. And that, that's great because it actually gets them in my office. And then we can start talking about these other things because getting them out of pain is really easy with chiropractic. We have the research to prove it. There was um, uh, consumer reports had a couple months ago about how we rock and getting people out of pain and, and recovering, especially low back pain. So we have the statistics on that. That's easy. So I take that and say, great, they got them in my office. Now let's see what, what else things that we want to, you know, improve and help them with. And so that's great to work with that. But to give them, like I said, like, like build that momentum. Like sometimes they're like, well, I have, you know, arthritis in my knees or uh, ankles. And I, and I'm like, okay, there's, in our country, we have so many opportunities, so many, 
easy access to multiple things. So I'm like, oh, you have knee problems? Okay, water therapy. There's yes. a pool. There's this. I I mean, they, they kind of get frustrated with me time because they'll, they'll try to throw an <laughs> excuse at me. I'm like, what about this? What about this? I'll give them like 10 options because we have many options. They have choices. Yeah, yes. they have choices. And so, again, though, it's about, like we're talking about in the book, you have to take ownership of that. Though you have to say, no, I want to get better. I want to do this. You know, you have to um, take evaluation of what what your values are, and sometimes you have to value, you know, leverage your values. So I have like men coming in, and I they say, oh, I want to golf. I want to be able to golf. That's my goal, or I want to be able to play with my grandchildren, or you know, different mm-hmm. things like that. Okay, well, if you do X, Y, Z, then you're going to be have more energy for your grandchildren. You'll be able to do these things for your grandchildren, or you'll be able to get on the golf course and and do these things. And less pain, be more fit, right? Yes. Be more, you know, like you have to sew. So maybe their their value isn't so much health, but the health is behind all these other things that you have the potential to do. So I have to kind of reveal those things for them to help them understand. This is, you know, you got to use, have this though to be able to do X, Y, Z, these things that you want to do. And so that kind of gives them that leverage. That's true. Um, Just like we're talking about uh, wellness must be a choice. The one thing that I would love to see in our society is that we stop as a nation spending so much money on pharmaceuticals. So in your book, you indicate based upon research, we consume 80% of the pharmaceuticals that are produced on the planet. I used to work in the pharmaceutical industry, and that seems to be the common culture, you know, prescription drugs. Now, for some people, yes, it may have its place. I, I, I get that. Um, but for me, what I'm saying is that should not be our first alternative. Correct. We need to think about what got us to that point. Right. It didn't happen overnight, so since it didn't happen overnight, like you said, let's make some steps to overcome that. So let's say um, a new patient, Dr. Rachel, presents themselves to your office, someone with chronic um, pain. Um, what are some things? How? What are some things you can do? Well, let me rephrase that. Let's say a new patient presents to your office with um, chronic pain. I know that you give them a lot of options, but how do you work with that? challenge patient that you know seemingly has been that way for a long period of time Mm -hmm. and trying to change that mindset that hey there's certain things you can do because I find that especially as adults you know that mindset sets in and people can be talking to you all day giving you options but you don't hear it so how do you break through that wall well what you're talking about is most of those people first off they're you know they're coming in um we have to give them hope I mean, that's that they need hope. Yes. And so a lot of times I will um, give them, you know, I have, I'll try to give them examples of patients that have come in that have been in their situation. And don't get me wrong, I never guarantee a, cr- a cure or yes. anything like that. I, I never do that. Um, you know, anybody that does always give in a, a cure, then that's the ones I'm like, oh, we need to go the other way. Because yes. nothing's always 100% with everything, even with me. But I always have, like I said, there's so many other options there. And I, I pretty much give them hope and say, I've had people that are the same situation you're in. And I go, and I won't hold you hostage. If we don't get some results, then I'm going to give you other options. That Because I've seen, maybe it's not just me. Maybe we need to incorporate, like like I said, acupuncture or essential oils or, yes. or massage therapy. I work really closely with a lot of massage therapists because that's another awesome modality that helps people. Um, 
And so there's all these other things that, you know, obviously the nutrition, um, right now, the, the thing that's really getting popular, which we've known about as chiropractors in a while is like the curcumin, the turmeric and yes. curcumin and, and very powerful Bos- Boswell, frankincense, you know, all these things that are just been in nature for, for thousands of years. We like, you know, the, the Eastern medicine has known, you know, these different things and they have, you know, just cause they didn't have the research. Now we have all these research on this stuff, but they've had thousands of years of practicing with these herbs and know what they do. And unfortunately the medications that are coming out are new. And they don't know the side effects. It takes them 10 years before they know all the side effects of what's going on with drugs. And the problem with that is the good and the bad about America is we are the land of opportunity and about making money and and doing things. And so a drug gets patented and they can make a lot of money on it because it's a creation. Whereas in things that naturally occur, God's creation, we can't really patent it. Mm -hmm. And so unfortunately, that doesn't get always um, been offered or understood or studied as much because of those things, you know, that leverage of making money off of it. You can't make as much money off of something natural as something you invented or created. Um, so that's kind of why they don't get as much status, but there is a lot of good things that don't have the side effects, you know, or they know what kind of maybe things that could kind of like a side effect, but it's a natural side effect um, on those things. We have a lot of that data, but unfortunately it's not leveraged as much in our culture and it's just the way our culture is like set up. <laughs> that's that true. So it's not such like I said, bad thing or good thing. It's just, it is, you know? So I always try to point them to all these other options that they didn't even know were out there. So that gives them hope saying, because a lot of times they come to me and they never even knew these options were there. They didn't know these holistic options were there, that they didn't know people could get better using these things. That's true. Yesterday at church, um, I did a, a talk on God's healing herbs of, of the body. And um, I gave to the members present, uh, a bo- each one received a, a small bottle of the Three Kings essential oils that had the frankincense in the mm-hmm. mirror mm-hmm. and a little bit of, of, of orange um, essential oils with it. And um, I I added the grape seed oil because, you know, I didn't want anyone if they had like a little skin irritation right, to right, protect right. them. Too, yeah. And we had a nice talk on that. And I generally speak on this. Usually once or twice a year, especially this time of the year. Number one is it smells so good mm-hmm. too, and uh, it's healthy. Mm-hmm. And everyone seems to really enjoy talking about that. And um, that's one of the reasons why I love chiropractors because you get the total wellness, mm-hmm. the true wellness. You know, the true wellness. Mm-hmm. Because you're right. When I go see my local chiropractor, they are going to ask me, "Okay, so what are you eating? How many hours are you sleeping?" And they're not asking those questions to be intrusive. They're mm-hmm. asking those questions because it ties into what's going on with me. If, for example, I'm having all these headaches and I'm eating nothing but junk food mm-hmm. all day, seven days a week, I shouldn't be surprised that I'm getting these headaches. And right. so when they ask me, hey, what is your diet like? What are you eating? And I say, oh, I eat out every single day all this junk and crap. And then when you start educating the person on all the the pesticides, the chemicals, and everything into the foods, for some is going to be ding, 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 is going to ring that alarm that, okay, I really shouldn't be eating it. Have you seen that show on Food Net? I think it's Food Network or the Cooking Channel. This guy, he eats all this food. 
it's uh he goes to different restaurants. There's like a food challenge. Man, oh, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. um, the yeah, fir- I think I- the first guy, Adam. I can't think of his last name. He's no longer on the show, but there's this other guy on the show. And I'll look at that, and I said to my husband yesterday, I says, you know. That show shouldn't be on television. I says, because it sends the wrong message to people that, hey, you can eat like this because you see him eating that way, but you don't see him after he ate <laughs> right, eating, right. you know, or how he felt afterwards. Or yes. Like that. Well, that, that's like the movie that came out. Oh, I think over a decade now is that supersize me. Yes. I mean, that's the one that helped my husband like wake up and like he watched that. And because I do a de- uh, purification diet twice a year and. And so he watched me, you know, I just take, you know, try to eat really clean and take some herbs and things like yes. that for like um, three weeks, two or three weeks. And and so he would see me go through that. And he, after he saw that show and, and he was like, OK, sign me up. I'll do it with you. Next time. Shoot. Yeah. yeah, it's like sign me up. I'll, I'll do it. And it just makes, you know, he saw like you saw the symptoms and he had the blood work to show and all yes. that kind of stuff. Um, also, when you're talking about like um, us chiropractors, it's because we like I was saying, our actual our body wants to go towards wellness or yes. health. It wants to heal. And so what us chiropractors do is, okay, if it's not healing or we have symptoms, we always want to try to find the cause. Okay, why? What's blocking that? What's blocking that healing process? So I love where, you know, I'm, where I've been blessed in my career is because, you know, first off, making sure the nervous system's communicating uh, effectively yes. to all the organs and just, you know, the nerve, you know, the toes and everywhere else. And also, um, my second passion is the nutrition component, like you were talking about, um, because it's what we're building blocks. We are yes. what we eat, or technically we are what we digest, and we don't digest so well in America because we've been eating so crappy for so long. Um, so that kind of stuff is, you know, we, you know, we, our skin, for example, I get a lot of people this time of year because they're getting dry skin, and I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Any omega oils? Are you doing, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff and the vitamin C complexes and things like that? Because that, you know, our, our, Skin literally is protein and fat. It's a yes. phospholipid layer. An organ itself, yes. Yeah, and, and so it's, it's, you know, protein and fat. So if you're eating unhealthy proteins and unhealthy fats, that's, you know, you're going to get, your skin's not going to heal properly if you're not putting the building back. Like you can't generate something from nothing. We have to that's put true. the nutrients in. <laughs> Um, I used to, I did some Girl Scout talks one time, you know, and I'd have them, we'd talk about foods and I'd have like a Cheeto and a carrot stick, you know, and I'd be like, okay, they're same color, <laughs> but which ones, you know, you guys know that this is better, but why? What's the difference? This has got like two things that are going to, you know, mm-hmm. feed your body and this has got like over a hundred, you know, like, yes. so, um, so just doing that comparisons and I, I like just giving, like when you're saying that person comes in chronically just giving them those options like they didn't even know were there. And I have so many times that people are frustrated, like, why didn't somebody tell me this sooner? You know, and I've had people go to the Mayo Clinic, go to some of these things. Mm-hmm. And and it's just, like I said, they, they look, they're more of crisis. They, they look at when it's already broken, they know how to put you, you know, somewhat mm-hmm. back together. But when you're in the interim, they don't really know what to do with you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of where we do. We go, okay, what's going on? Why is this happening? Why are you having headaches? Why is you? Why is this going on? Why is that going on? We try to find the why and then address the why and help you. I'm a big component of I want people to evolve. I want people to to not just get out of pain, but I want them to continue to, like, live the lives they want to live and, and in a healthy, you know, way. 
and experience life to the fullest. And so, you know, and some people I'll admit, I have people who want to skydive. I have people who want to do these (laughs) crazy things and with their bodies. And I'm like, okay, I'm here to help you with that. Then I'm helping you to be able to do that. If you just realize if you're going to constantly put stress on your body, then we're going to have to keep, you know, addressing that stress and trying to leave it off your, yeah, off your body. And that's part of it. That's true. Now, when you mentioned uh, Mayo, I didn't get a chance to tell you. I was actually there for about two weeks. It was a good experience. And just like you and I are talking, um, some of the same questions you raised about the foods, what are you eating? Um, that was their approach as well. That was my first time ever being there. Mm-hmm. And they have a wellness um, center to it where they talk to you about all these things. So it was really beneficial. Now, you mentioned about the purification diet. Mm-hmm. What exactly is that? And how does that work? So I I do, because there's a lot of different ones out there. So first off, um, everything on the Internet, you have to take with a grain of salt and True. be careful with, because I've had a lot of people do detox diets and purification diets and, you know, those ones where they're completely fasting and doing like water and, you know, juice and, you know, that's not so good. Mainly because our society is so unhealthy. Mm-hmm. When you do a, a fast or something like that, your body does not know how to handle it. It doesn't True. have the backup, the resource, or the nutrients to do that. Um, I, I, um, I have a product line I carry in my office called Standard Process. So it's a supplement company. They've been around, I don't know, 80 years, I think, now. Um, they're actually based out of Wisconsin, Palmyra, Wisconsin, not too far from here. And they're whole food. So it's like what you read the, the supplements, it's actually like beets and <laughs> beetroots and bovine liver, you know, so zinc is, you know, my zinc supplement is actually liver, you know, because okay. we don't eat our organ, the organ meats that's like true. our ancestors did. And that's where a lot of our nutrients are. And so to get us back into the food. So it's just, you know, concentrated food in a pill pretty much. Um, but they have a purification. The one I do is that one. And what, what I like about their system, and don't get me wrong, there's other companies out there that have, have it really well. And the one you want to make sure that it has really well is, first off, you do eat through it. So it's like a change in your lifestyle. So it's like you do eat through it. So, but the thing is, you eat clean. You know, you're okay. trying to eat your healthy proteins, health, you know, your fruits, your vegetables, and things like that. Trying to eat twice as much vegetables as you do fruit. You know, trying to focus on the, the vegetables where we're usually lacking in our society. Um, but is this like, um, I know you mentioned the, 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 the organ meat. So are you, is it a capsule? Is it a tablet? I mean, yeah, what is it? Yeah, they're tablets or capsules, depending okay. on which thing they have. They have a whole product, different things for different, you know, aspects. Okay. Um, but this particular, they have a particular purification program. And there's some 10-day ones for, like, anti-inflammatory or sugar handling, which they add okay. in, like, gymnema and different things like that to help address certain things. So they have a 10-day one, and then they have a 21-day one. And so pretty much, first off, it's setting, making sure to set a goal. It's, you know, you're prioritizing, okay, I'm going to work on this for 10 days or 21 days. And so making sure it's helping you go, okay, I'm in a commitment. Um, and get me wrong, most people, they flake out the first time through, <laughs> but at least they made it so many times and they have this experience of taking it. And then what they have is they have some herbs that you take, like the milk thistle and cayenne pepper and different things like in a capsule that stimulate the liver to kind of clean up that junk that's kind of stored, got stored in there, that the toxins that they've been trying to process. Um, so that you do that, but at the same time, you're, you got like a shake that's got a lot of greens and, and things like that to help neutralize that and help rejuvenate the digestive system and um, fi- fiber to absorb the toxins. Yes. So it's a program, but you, it's a thing, but you need to eat through it. You know, it's kind of teaching you how to eat properly 
you know, and then at the same time. So hopefully if you do the 21 days, it's like, you know, Stephen Covey is about the 21 days to form a healthy habit. (laughs) And so it kind of changes your lifestyle, but also it takes you out of that. um, I like to compare that like that boiling frog, you know, you have the pot with the cold water and the pot with the hot in the boiling water and you throw the frog in the hot water, it jumps out. You put it in the cold water and turn it up and it it dies, you know, it boils enough because it accommodates. (laughs) So it kind of gets you out of that, kind of resets your stuff, your taste buds, all these things. And many times I'll do it and I'll go to eat something that wasn't maybe so healthy um, in the before. And I'll go, Ooh, I taste all the impurities. I taste the, you know, the bad stuff in it where I didn't taste it before because I was that immune to it you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so it kind of gives you like a new perspective. Um, your body like kind of just cleans up all this stuff in your body. And it's kind of funny too, like we talked about the physical, mental, social. Um, when you're doing this, it's so funny because a lot of people have these emotional things that might come out um, during that time, some detoxing of that, or I'll have people all of a sudden like decluttering their, their, their rooms or their offices. Like there's like another component. It's kind of funny when you just start being more self-disciplined in one area of your life, all of a sudden you start to kind of carries over into other aspects of your life. Wow. So I, I kind of do, I do that personally, but there is other programs out there that are very similar. The main thing you want to make sure is that you're eating clean through it. Um, and that it does have a good support on putting the good stuff back in lots of greens and, and all that stuff to kind of support the liver through that process to neutralize, um, the free, free radicals that are released and fiber. Like we know as Americans, we don't need enough fiber. So neutralize, you know, like, you know, doing the nutrients. And so what it is, is it just turns over those cells to help you kind of get kickstart to positive and getting rid of the junk at the same time. So that's why I call it, it's called a purification versus detox. Um, yeah, and so that's this sounds cool. very healthy. Um, I recently bought a new blender, a Blendtec, okay. and um, I add a lot of greens to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll add um, coconut oil, coconut water, um, and, and other things, uh, and, and ginger, and it makes me feel better, you know, right. uh, gives me more energy, right? And uh, I've noticed that it's helped even with some skin issues. And I, I'm also type two diabetic. So that's another reason Mm -hmm. why uh, I do it because I want to add more healthy stuff into my diet, you know, and and eliminate as many as the bad things that I possibly can. Right. Yes. And that, you know, going back to even, I have a lot of people that aren't committed to maybe doing the program and also say, okay, let's try to do the lifestyle change. Like trying to eat those healthy things. We'll do a food diary, which first off, anytime I have a, anybody do a food diary, it's so hilarious because they always hand it to me for like, I always have them do a week. And it's always like, well, this was a bad week. I'm like, wait, let's do it again. Like everybody always <laughs> hands me this thing. It's a bad week. It was a bad week. I'm like, no, you're living a bad, like this is a realization <laughs> that you are living this way. You know, yeah. this is no, you know, cause everybody hands it to me. They say the same thing. Yeah. So it's like, okay, this, that's why I kind of have them write it down to take inventory of what they're doing. Cause we do it so, um, unconsciously. Mm-hmm. We put stuff in our mouth and it's just, and it's so readily available, available, you know, all the bad stuff in our society. Um, so I try to train people, even when they say they go out to eat or they go places, look at that, look at what you're ordering and think about not just the immediate gratification of eating and how it tastes, but how's it going to make you feel later, an hour True. later? How's it going to serve you? Right. Yes. Yeah. That's what I try to say. So when I look at a menu, yeah, I look and see, is it like I'd rather get a salad because I know it'll make me feel energetic and light and, and stuff like that, where if I get, a, you know, a burger or something like that, it's like, oh, that's going to make me feel heavy and you're not so energetic. And so yeah. don't get me wrong. Once in a while, like, I, I don't care. I, I just want that pleasure that once in a while, <laughs> it's okay. I'm not totally, you know, 
<laughs> perfectionist. Um, but you got to make the choices and you got to think about things. And maybe sometimes you got to shift how you think. You do. That's shifting how you think is vitally important. That is if you want to feel better. Um, recently, uh, I, I placed an order with this company called uh, U.S. Wellness Meets. I believe they're in Missouri. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. my order is actually due to be delivered today. Okay. And um, you sound like you're very familiar yeah, with it. Yeah, I've, I've heard of it. Yeah, I had yeah. somebody recommend it. Um, have you ordered from them? I have yet to order from him, but I went to a seminar um, where he said that that company is really reputable. So Yeah, so today is when my shipment is due to be ordered. I mean, not ordered, but delivered. <laughs> and I'm so excited because I um just been thinking about some things. And with the new year approaching that I, I want to get on an even better footing. Mm-hmm. And um, I was doing some grocery store shopping and um, I just didn't like some of them. The quality of the meats and different things that I was seeing. And I'm always looking for, if not organic, I'm always looking for grass fed. And sometimes you just can't find right. what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I had been following, like I said, U.S. Wellness for a while. And I decided, you know what? I'm tired of being a spectator. Like you said, choices. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take charge of this. And I placed an order, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, my husband is a big, he, he loves um, like um, the pecans and um, I can't think of the other ones, different ones. And they even have them in organic. I mean, they have so many products. You mentioned the organ meats. They Mm -hmm. they have plenty of them. And I I said to my husband, I says, honey, this this package is coming today and it's just going to be a lovely time because I've started thinking about all the foods, you know, the different recipes Mm -hmm. that I'm going to make. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes, you know, uh, Dr. Rachel, people say, well, it don't take all that. Well, I've had my my health challenges, and I feel that it takes all that and more mm-hmm. if you want to stay on top of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to make changes. Certain foods don't serve me well. And when you mention about the food diary, I think what people forget about the food diary is when they're com- when you're completing the food diary, you're not completing it based upon what. You feel the doctor wants you wants to see you should be completing it truthfully based upon this is what you ate on each and every day. I mean, just be real. Right. You know, and sometimes that's not something that people want to share right. because it's a little bit sometimes embarrassing because mm-hmm. they don't want people to necessarily know that this is how I live. This is how I eat, even though you may already suspect certain things, you know, right. it's ownership. And that reminded me of when um I had my. A1C checked and with my glucose meter, I can upload, you know, the data. And uh, I had two days that it was elevated and I didn't sugarcoat it. You know, I told her, I said, I know why these two days are elevated. I ate some pasta and ate too much of it. So that was a red flag for me. And she says, yeah, but the other days it looks so good. I'm like, that's because. Those two days kind of really scared me because when you get to seeing things looking really good the way they're supposed to, Mm -hmm. and like you mentioned your husband, when things go up and things change, I didn't want to do that to myself. You know, I knew that he said, you you can't do that. You know, certain things, foods may taste good to you, but that don't mean they're good for you. (laughs) 
Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, <laughs> like I, you know, I personally, I have a genetic weakness to gluten. Okay. And so, um, I gave up gluten three years ago. And so that, that was hard because I grew up, you know, like that, that's like my comfort food, you know, like I love bread. I love, like I love going to weddings and having cake <laughs> and it's so hard to go to a wedding and like not have cake, you know, but I know the difference of how I feel and things like that. And I saw like when actually what came out with that is like about four years ago, I was, I was, I'll be honest. I was like in a a fog. I was like in a depression. And one day I just woke up and I'm like, what is wrong with me? And my, my family's healthy. I'm very blessed. I have a job I love. I get to help people every day. Yes. And I'm like, and again, as cause I'm trained to go, why what's going on? Why? And I had a flashback of when my mom was my age at that point in time. And that's, she'd go to work, she'd come home, she'd go to bed. You know, she had this, she was in depression. Well, they put her, you know, on, you know, antidepressant. And of course mm-hmm. that artificially picked, picked her up until later on she did find out she had, um, uh, you know, her whole intestine shut down and there was a whole process that happened with that. Um, found out she was allergic to gluten and dairy products. Okay. And so she had to give those up. You know, she gave those up and noticed different. So I kind of was like, I never did the testing. I said, you know what? I just saw the parallel and I see that with like a lot of my other cousins and family members that I've had. I'm the, you know, they've had their gallbladders all removed in their thirties. I'm the only one that made it to her forties and, you know, still have my gallbladder. And so I was like, hmm, there's some genetic and don't get me wrong. So there, like I said, you, we want to be healthy, but you do yes. need to pay attention That's to true, some, you do. some, some lines that we have and how to support our body a little bit better. Cause we are, like I said, that we were talking about average versus normal. And normal for you might not be the average. <laughs> okay. That's true. And so I, I was like, okay, I'm just going to give this up. And sure enough, I, um, I noticed I came out of the fog and things like that. And now if I do incidentally get a hold of gluten, I know it actually makes me feel like high. Like I get like a euphoric release, you know, in my brain and I feel good for a couple of hours. But then like 24 hours later, I go, I get a migraine. <laughs> so when I see a cake now, I see migraine. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't see, you know, the, the pleasure of that temporary tasting. No, good. it's painful. Yeah, yes. I see the difference. And so that's that's what's kept me from feeling like, no, that's no fun. And, you know, there's people, you know, um, now, when you mentioned the gluten, this is the one thing that I'm I'm curious about. Uh-huh. So, um, I had the test done to see, you know, if I had gluten sensitivity, and it it said that I didn't. But is it possible that if the test says no, that you still can have some sensitivities to gluten? So, that's the whole controversy of the gluten thing. Okay, this is this is only my theory, so sure. it's not um, scientifically proven or anything, but um, the there is some, like, like my mom actually showed up on her labs. And, like, I've been off it so much, so if I did a lab, I'd show up not sensitive because I haven't had exposure to it. So, therefore, sure. the, the antibodies won't be there. So, there's things with, um, first off, true allergies. So, you'll have to actually show an allergic reaction to it. So you spin out antibodies and things like that. Um, there is sensitivities um, where you're just kind of, it irritates you. And then there's some that are just because it's that sugar. Like yes. I also, because recently too, I found like, like I have sh- sugar sense sensitivity. So, because it's very refined. I mean, gluten in our society is very refined. True. Um, so it's like the white breads and, you know, the cakes and, and the cookies and all that kind of stuff, the pastas. And so that spikes your sugar. Um, there's another thing about, because I have a lot of several patients, like I said through, this is just my theory, 
um, with the GMOs. The, okay. You know, yes. Um, you know, that might be it too, that that's causing something which you won't show up. They're not testing for that. True. That reaction. I follow to, you. Yes. The reaction to the, the GMO reaction. Um, and so, cause I have patients that have gone to Europe which don't allow GMOs <laughs> and they can eat bread and be fine and they can eat, you know, stuff there and they are totally fine. So that's kind of like, or pasta or whatever, you know, when they go out of, out of the country and they said so, but they come back here and they can't have it. You know, they know, they immediately have a reaction. So that is, um, I think partially it. Um, okay. And then the research is not really there um, for that stuff. So it's hard to really say, you know, what's going on. I mean, there's a lot of books out there talking about these kind of things, the grain brain, um, mm-hmm. um, wheat belly, um, talking about just the sensitivity that it causes in the brain. And like I have the grain brain thing. I have the reaction in the brain, the endorphin release. Um, some people have the gut release, you know, right. gut problems with it. Um, I think it goes back to that's another reason why we do f- talk about food diary and also doing the purification diet because a lot of time that's a we call elimination diet. There's another book called, I think, the elimination diet. And just taking those things out and when you reintroduce them, all of a sudden pay attention to your body and realize, oh, my body doesn't like this. My that, that's true. And if, you're, if you pay close attention to it, it will let you know, hey, don't do that to me again. I don't like how that feels. Now, I know in your office, you do different types of testing. I know one of them is, I think, what, hair follicles? Uh, the hair, actually the hair. Okay. Actual hair. Um, yeah, we do a hair mineral, like hair analysis mineral profile. Um, and what that does is it gives us the base minerals that come that should metabolically come out of you um so that gets deposited in your hair and from that there's a lot of tons of it's been around for a couple decades now um i between that and i do a symptom survey and through that i can kind of get a mineral you know base of what's going on with your body of where we need to support you more with nutrition new nutritionally either with you know if somebody's not going to eat beets for example then i'm going to say okay we have a supplement that's uh, you know, beats, you know, yes. <laughs> um, you know, and that's, uh, you know, or, you know, things like that. I try to just coach people on, well, I'd rather you eat this way, but if you're not going to eat this way, then we do have supplements to help you support that. And it's quite amazing um, when I can just kind of then see what, you know, your body's showing what's going on. So it's kind of, you know, I have some people that need that, that analytical visualization to say, oh, wow, yeah, I'm deficient in potassium. And so then I'm saying, yeah, you need more greens and you need more yes. spinach and things like that. So that motivates them. Also gives them like, okay, this is real. It's not made up. Um, the other thing too is, you know, that's, it helps them just make it real for them in their life. You know, that's true. Cause you do have to, um, whether we like it or not, um, change is real and, um, all change is not bad if it's, if, if, Adding more different types of foods and taking away some of the other things that's not serving you well is, is really towards our benefit. Because I know now if I'm dining out somewhere, you know, I'm, I'm asking them questions such as what oils are you preparing this in? And when mm-hmm. it comes to the breads, I opt not to eat the breads because yeah. I notice if I do, I don't care how small a piece, it does something with my glucose. So mm-hmm. that's a quick sign to me, you know, this not for you. Right. And, you know, and I feel like since I made that change, everybody's like, well, you're neglecting yourself. My husband's a big, like, he wants to live now. And, you know, he's like, he doesn't want to be neglected. Um, it's so funny when he does the purification diet because the first couple of days he's like mad. He's just angry because he's like neglecting himself. You know, not, you know, but like, you know, 
when I look now back and like when I eat that way, it's like, no, because I, you know what I gained? Like eating that way, it's like when you eat, fill up on the bread, then you really can't enjoy the, the main course a lot of times too. Yes. But then I enjoy the main course better. Also, I have the energy to really interact with people during the dinner, you know, at the, after dinner's over, it's not like I'm going to go take a nap or, you know, yes. like you just have that heavy feeling. Um, it's like I, I gain energy and I gained other things that I'd rather have than, you know, that pleasure, that immediate pleasure that that bread made me feel at that point in time. So I don't feel like I gave up anything. I mean, I do. Like I said, I, some things I'm like, I miss. But at the same time, what I gained is so much better than what I miss. That's true. Now, for patients who may have other um, food allergies, do you offer any of the other tests? I think there's what one... Am I pronouncing it incorrectly? IgG or something that's going to look at? Um, so yeah, so um, that's it. A lot of people aren't disciplined enough to do the purification or elimination diet. So I do have um, an I, uh, IgG um, saliva test. Okay. Um, it checks for the big four offenders. So it checks for um, the gluten, uh, uh, milk, and soy and egg. So okay. the big four offenders pretty much in our society. And so pretty much this works too because I have a lot of, like I'm a pediatric um, certification so I have a lot of children that come in so obviously yes. it's hard for them, you know, sometimes to eliminate stuff. Either, so we do a saliva test so we can just collect the saliva, send it off the lab and it'll see if we have those those actual allergy reaction, allergic reactions showing up in there. And that, that's been very beneficial because when the parent gets that going, oh yeah, they have this, they do have this allergy um, that gets everybody on board to take it out and like say this is real and then also sometimes because you know with schools and things like that they need that that proof kind of thing to help support that child through the school system if they're getting lunches or things like that but um, it's just a really good test now at the same time we were talking about the sensitivity sometimes I'll have people that are sensitive that they don't have the true reaction so I'll still say maybe let's still let's just eliminate it for two weeks or whatever okay and let's pay attention and so sure enough they'll have that um, where they eliminate it and they notice the difference in you know behavior or stomach aches or whatever things that are going on with that child um, have or, you noticed anything in terms of um Children with um, ADHD to after eliminating gluten, how things seem to turn around for them. Yeah. So, yes, definitely. They're definitely in the category um, where um, they have a sensitivity to that. And, and you know, I have even had teachers that will be like, I noticed the difference on these kids when they get, you know, <laughs> we have this for lunch or when they, you know, um, they notice that difference. Um you know, I don't, I'm not really good in sprouting where the research comes from right. and things like that. But it's more of like, yes, we've seen the, we've seen the differences. Um, same with giving these kids activity, um, making sure that they are able to express the energy, um, that, you know, the excess energy that they have. Um, you know, a lot of these teachers now are having the fiddlesticks and things like that and allowing them to do things with their hands. That actually helps them focus. Um, I have, my son's a very high achieving. He's got like last quarter, he had like 4.6 GPA. Like he's in high school. Um, this, he's bounced like his, I can't follow his train of thought or like he's <laughs> all over the place, but you know, we sit in, he sits in church and he, I have fiddlestick, he fiddles with his stuff and he, he I'll ask him after church, what, what would, you know, the question I'm sure he was paying attention and he's paying attention. You know, he gets the data. So, um, you know, you just gotta, each, kid is individual and that's the main thing on there part of my pediatric certification is was training on sensory integration and and some is some people are you know over auditory or under auditory and some are over touch and under touch and you know that tactile and there's so many different 
um, a gradients on that that you can't you got to find what works for each which each child now at the same time as chiropractic I had really good success because if there's tension on the nervous system extra you know with the if the neck's not in the right place the back subluxated there's things like that when we adjust them and make sure that's been I've seen that those sensitivities go down where they're more able to control their impulses or not as um, reactive to certain things because they don't have that extra irritation on the nervous system. So just with chiropractic alone, I've seen great um, improvements on that. Then also adding the diet, whatever's irritating them and the, you know, exciting those things in the diet as well. Um, there's, there's so many books on that stuff nowadays. It's, it's quite awesome. Thank you. That's, um, you know, having you in the studio with me today has, has just been awesome. I've learned so much and, you know, it's just nice to just sit down and talk about these different things because these are a lot of the issues that people are, are facing. Now, for our listeners who want to get in contact with you, Dr. Rachel, can you provide your contact information? Sure. Uh, I'm Dr. Rachel Northern. The name of my business is called Northern Light Care because I, I enlighten lives with a light touch is my tagline. And I'm located in Johnsburg, Illinois, and my office number is 815-344. 0113. Thank you, Dr. Rachel. And everyone, I do want you to check out her two books, A Journey to Vibrant Health with Rachel Northern. Uh, I'm blessed that she gave me a copy of it as well as her other one, The Art of Being Healthy. And to our pain-free zone listeners, I want to thank you all for your support for our radio show. When we started this segment, I wasn't certain as to how much support we were going to have talking about living and being pain-free, but you all have tremendously supported this show, and uh, I thank you, and God bless you. And I just wanted to let you know that um, we're going to be taking a little break for the holiday, and we are going to be back in the studio on Tuesday, January the 9th. Just wanted to give you the heads up about that in case you wonder next week why you don't see any other episodes. Uh, you will still see all the others that we've taped. Um, this is episode today with Dr. Rachel, number 13. So come back, be with us on January 9th. I wish you and your family happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, whatever the holiday that you uh, and your family celebrate. And also don't forget our Holiday Seasonal Solidarity Summit launched on yesterday, December 11th. And today is day two with Michael Carmen. You don't want to miss it. You can register on our main page of Talk Zone Radio. So everyone, again, thank you for your support. And I definitely want you to support Dr. Rachel. Give her a phone call. Check out her book and especially the journey to vibrant health. Dr. Rachel, thank you for being with me here today. And I would love for you to return again in the studio so we can continue this discussion about what is true wellness. Sure. I'd love to. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.